Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, before we get into this episode, we wanted to give a really quick disclaimer. This episode, we are going to touch on the topic of suicide. So if you or anyone you love is struggling with suicidal thoughts or needs help in this area, please, please, please don't hesitate to contact the Suicide Prevention Hotline. And the number for that is 1-800-273-8255. So what? What? I was just gonna talk. I didn't even start. I can't. Yeah, I was just gonna, you know, start the segment by saying, Mm -hmm. where does the word makeout come from, and what does it mean? We have this conversation, like make out to make out with someone. Not as you know, kissing. There's like kissing, and then there's like a makeout session. Why is it called make out with someone? You make saliva out Ew. of your own mouth from another's mouth. Ew. <laughs> That's so gross. I just... No, actually, I because we were talking about this earlier. We were. I Googled it and like no one freaking knows. Where does it come from? Someone was like, it came from the 70s. And then one article said it came from like the 40s, which I was like, I feel I don't like. I see it coming from the <laughs> no. 40s. No. Um, so 70s. yeah, no one really knows. It's just one of those words that it's. I like, mean, seventies was peace and love, so maybe yeah. that is where it, when it like stemmed. But what does that mean? Make out, make out. It makes sense, but I never got that. It was like, oh, we're gonna mac, because that's like short, like make. Oh, mac. is that what it is? I didn't know that. I don't know. I'm just making that up. Oh, it's complicated. I'm making. Don't say ew. ew. <laughs> <laughs> the way it's ew. You know, it's been a while, so I'm I'm not I'm not well versed in this this topic. Moving on. Hello everyone. Hi. Welcome guys. back to the episode. Today's episode. What is today's episode? I lost track. Which is a mark. good, fun, exciting thing. <laughs> We're getting up there this now. Is, is this twenty four, Mark? Twenty four. That's a good age. It's oops, Taryn Renee. I'm so sorry, you, th- you would think I know. No this. cell phones in class. They were just getting on me saying I wasn't professional earlier, so <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Also, we are sitting here. Um, we were worried that we, we would be tired recording, so someone thought it would be a good idea to have a Celsius for um, this Energy. episode, and then since we're recording two episodes today. A second Celsius yeah. for the second episode. I feel great. I feel great right now, too, but I haven't tapped into the second one. <laughs> Cut to the next I was episode. Say, we're like twitching. We, might, we, might, we might be a little aggressive <laughs> a next little week aggressive. for the next episode. Yeah. Um, Taryn, how you been, Taryn? I've been great. Guys. Um, 
We celebrated oh. Taryn's birthday. Oh god. For the third time this weekend. You know, it was funny because I feel like you know like when your birthday comes you have like your family celebration. Mm-hmm. Sometimes at work they do something for you and then it's right. like you have your friends. Yeah. Well, my birthday was around this super busy time. Like I was on vacation, there was all this stuff going on. So, I didn't realize like I didn't celebrate with my friends. So then it was like mm-hmm. let's just do something mm-hmm. even though it's literally almost a month later. It was a great idea. It was just funny was, because I was at all three of them. And I was well, like, a month later, we're still celebrating Taryn's birthday. You, Ashley, I don't do anything without you. <laughs> like anything. I just want you three birthday life. parties. That's all I want. Okay, I'll give you life. three. Um, it was like the best night. It was so much fun. Ever. Also, it was a perfect group. Also, yeah, great group. Mm-hmm. So we went to a fun place in Santa Monica. We went you know, dancing. So uh, I don't know if I've told you this. I haven't told the listeners this, but... Uh, I mean, I feel like they kind of know me. Like I'm I'm weird. I feel like they definitely know you by I'm now. I'm weird. 24 episodes. I'm I'm definitely like that person that just says things and you're like, "What?" you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. But uh one time I went line dancing with my brother, like he, or he was in the group with us, and I had literally I had zero alcohol in my system. Like mm-hmm. zero alcohol. Mm-hmm. And I was on the dance floor for a while and I got up and he was like sitting and my brother Brett's like more quiet, right? So mm-hmm. he's like sitting next to me and he just looks at me and he was like, I wonder how many people see you and are like, That girl's so drunk. And I was like, <laughs> What? <laughs> He was like, literally, I'm watching you, and if I didn't know you, I would be like, she is on a good one. That is so, so it's that's just, so true. If any of you see me in public and you're like, oh, she's a mess, like, I'm, it's just me. We need to make t-shirts where on the front, all it says is, I'm not drunk. <laughs> Swear I'm not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Anyway, so that's just to say, I'm a mess, and yeah. it was a great time. It was a great time until she punched one of my good friends <laughs> right in the dome <laughs> right in the head okay. and it, it was amazing because <laughs> we have to explain it dancing, more they were dancing right next to each other freaking drake came on and Terrence, who a big, is big drake fan over big here drake fan. and um my friend Haley was dancing right next to her, right next to her. In front of me. That's the, That was the problem. But next to you. In front of you is even worse because you could see her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're both dancing and then like a part comes on and Taryn gets excited and she stands up because she was sitting while she was dancing, stands yeah. up and just knocks Haley yeah. out. <laughs> well, no, no. Okay. Completely. Okay, I'm going to try to like. I'm going to try to like verbally paint this picture. Oh, please. They need I'm to, they need standing on this. like a couch, <laughs> which who let me on a couch, first of all? I don't know. She's it was very unstable because there was a very cushion. Very unstable. She was standing in front of me. So the part of the song came on. I stood up and went to start fist bumping. Yeah. And as I freaking shoved my fist through the air, my elbow caught the back of her head. But the best part is I had zero, like, I was not aware of it at all. She had no idea. And so luckily, luckily, because of the amazing vlogger that I am, I'm recording this whole thing. Because so I we think, will have video I think I had a sixth sense, like an intuition. And I just something was going to happen. Something was going to happen. And yeah. I had to keep my camera out. Yeah. The best part is, so her head goes flying. <laughs> She's screaming because it hurt. And then she sits down and like buries her head in her hands. And I do not 
even blink. She doesn't even I flinch. I keep dancing. I put my hand on my hips. I had my backpack hanging over the front not of my body. Phased. And I just kept dancing. Oh <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm not even joking, you guys. Like if you've ever even thought about visiting our Instagram to like see these videos we talk about. If for no this reason is the day. whatsoever. The proofs are why you need to And it's specifically this one. Yeah. Also, last week's was pretty good, too. Last week's was really funny. Or the weeks before. I'm, I'm losing I don't track. Know. We're all funny. We're good funny ones. always. We love the proofs. Yeah. Um, let's just do... We're going to just do a little housekeeping, cleaning. Oh, What's, yeah. it called? What's it called? Where you just like... Okay. A little housekeeping. Um, a little if order. If you guys don't follow us on our socials, you totally what should. What are you doing with your lives? Because I will say, like, one of the number one things we get from people who talk about why they love this podcast is they're always like, it just feels like we're just sitting with you. Like, we're just sitting with our best friends talking. Mm-hmm. And um, true. that's because we are, like, have amazing personalities. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this so, is a Hype Ourselves Up episode. So, <laughs> if you like that about our podcast, then... Like our socials is where you really see like more of that. Oh, one hundred percent. Um, so you guys should definitely get involved in that. Also, we want to keep doing what we're doing, so make sure you guys like subscribe. What are all the th- subscribe, like, rate, share, subscribe, like, rate. share. Um, click that little five stars or four if you weren't feeling it today. <laughs> if it's a two or below, no we pressure. don't really care about your opinion. Just keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like make sure you guys do all the things. We have a YouTube channel if you want to watch us um, on in person. it. And that's it. Okay. Details that, was a, that was a good housekeeping. Thank you. Well done. Um, can I start with something? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So take control. I don't know if it was last week's episode. I think it was. Uh, we talked about a new segment. We did. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking Say. about. Tearing it up. Tearing it up. Hashtag tearing Hashtag it up. Hashtag tearing it up. Um, and we got some Our first stories one. in. Ah, I'm I was so excited. So, you have no idea how excited I was when I was scrolling through the inbox and uh-huh. I saw like titles that said oh my tearing God. it up. I'm so excited. Yes. Okay. So this is, she goes, hey, please say anonymous in all caps for my name. Before I begin, I just want to say that you got, your guys' podcast is one of is the only one I've ever laughed out loud at. Dude, yes. that's like, that's a huge that compliment. That is a compliment. That makes me feel very good about myself. I know. Yeah. I feel like humor is one of those things where it's like. Eh, hit and miss. Yeah. Hit or miss. You're funny. You're not that funny kind of thing. So it makes me happy. <laughs> you're not that funny. <laughs> no, it's it's the people where you're like, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> like no laughter. That's such a like, good point. Where you're like, oh my God, that's so funny. Like really, was it? And you're just. Really? Not was even it, a chuckle? Was it really? It's fine. It's fine. Um, So she (laughs) continues. I love you guys so much. Thank you for bringing awareness to serious issues and and sharing funny stories to start our Mondays. Now buckle up for the most embarrassing moment with a photo attached. Oh. I love getting photos. Photo attached. Which, by the way, I need to respond because I'm going to see if she'll give permission for me to show the photos. Yeah. Yeah. I can, like, put an emoji on her face. No pressure, but... Yeah, because the face isn't really the part of the photo that's funny. So, okay. You can put a little smiley face over her face. That's what I was thinking. I'm going to ask her. Uh, She says, so my sister and I Photoshop ugly pictures of ourselves and send them to each other to kind of give a middle finger to society and laugh at how much people Photoshop themselves now. Love that. (sighs) That's amazing. Um, We do it really badly on purpose just to make each other laugh. So I sent one to her one night because I was having a bad day. The next day, I'm at school sitting next to my crush 
we were just talking oh, about no. random things and I oh, went to show no. him a photo. I think, what is this? Oh, I think it was like a meme or something. I can't really remember. But I forgot that I had the Photoshop picture of me in my camera roll and I showed him this meme. He decides to swipe. Which, by that's, the way, that's, that's not okay. That has happened to me. And mine was so unfortunate because the photo in front of what I showed was a, a progress pic. <laughs> <laughs> I hit my tooth on the mic. <laughs> and like, progress pics are so ugly because it doesn't I, matter who you are. Progress pics no, are the most. But like, there's the progress pics <laughs> that you're like, I know that I'm going to post this someday, but mine are the ones that I'm like, not another human besides my best friends will ever see this. So I'm yeah. literally standing there in my granny panties <laughs> and like a freaking sports bra with a hole in it <laughs> and like no expression on my face because I'm literally just trying to take it so I could like see if my body is changing. Yeah. And so I know right when he did it, his face looked mortified. And then I was like, Son of a! I just like <laughs> grabbed it back and was like, "Okay." No, God, that is an unspoken. Like, if someone hands you their phone you can't swipe. with a photo on it, you're not allowed no, to move you can't around. Swipe. That's like if someone shows you, like if someone's showing you a picture of a guy they're going out with, you're not. A, you have to be careful. Like you're not, not supposed to like, to like anything. Yeah. You're or you know, like there's just rules. You're not supposed to touch. You're not supposed to move around. You're supposed to look at the photo. This is not your fault. This is his fault. No, yeah, I blame him. Yeah. Uh. So. So he swipes, and you guess it, he saw one of the photos, the Photoshop oh ones. He was kind of shocked at first, and then when I took my phone back, he was dying with laughter. I felt my face burning, and I did what anyone would do in an embarrassing situation. I fell on the ground. Yes, <laughs> I felt the need to fall and lay flat on the concrete. He was telling me not to worry about it, but I still felt so uncomfortable. Thank God we were really close friends at the time, so he knew my humor and didn't think of me as a girl who really just sucks at Photoshop. He still brings it up sometimes, and I laugh, but still felt that cringe inside of me. Anyway, thanks for reading this. If you did, love you so much. Hope this made you guys and Mark. They mentioned Mark? Mark. Mark. They mentioned Mark. Oh, my God. She said in parentheses and Mark. Guys, you are famous. You made it. Oh my god! I love that you guys know his name. That's amazing. (laughs) I we refer to him all the time. The anticipation for this photo is like, did she send a photo? Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to see it so bad. So she sends a photo, but she said I also attached a normal photo of myself, so you don't think I'm a psycho. (laughs) That's perfect. That's perspective. So I'm gonna show you just a picture of her first. Okay. Like I said, guys, I'm going to try real hard mm-hmm. to get permission to post this because it's really funny. Oh, my God. I'm okay, so this is her. She's so gorgeous. Like, she's cute. Look at I'm going to give you Looking permission. and not swiping. To swipe. Oh, okay. So this is a normal one. That's a normal one. Okay. Now swipe. Which way do I go? I think that's the last photo. So. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> this is something. I love this. This is something I would send my sister. Yeah. I feel like I send her stupid photos. I, what do I you want to describe it? Like, describe yes. the photo. Okay. So, <laughs> I feel like ever since the Kardashians, it's become this thing where, where girls love to Photoshop themselves with bigger hips yes. and bigger boobs. Yep. The funny thing is, especially when Facetune first came became a thing, like no one knew how to do it correctly. Well, no so one knew. It was like really obvious. If you drag your booty over, like the whole background drags too. So, so that's like, when example, you'd have like 
this girl, she's in a bikini and she's like throwing her hands up and it's her to the side and it's doing a complete S shape. Like her yeah. boobs are way out here and her butt is making a huge C shape. <laughs> but behind her is her closet. <laughs> and her closet, you know how there's like uh, like crown molding around closets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like straight, 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 straight. Huge Ooh. dramatic curve. <laughs> It's so good. Oh my god! I could totally see a guy like swiping be, and being this like, "This would be such Ugh. a meme." <laughs> yeah. If she, yeah. If, I think she'll let if us. If you're listening, like this could this could go viral. I can totally I think it's like. Funny. I don't have to put your face on it. But no, yeah, it's so good. But her face is funny too. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so that was our first tearing it up, and I Yay. mean, you know, you know, it is like me because literally, as I read it, I was like, oh, <laughs> well, I've done that. Been yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Man, I've 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 um. I've swiped on someone's photo. I just said how you shouldn't do that. I've done it before. Mm-hmm. And it was like a nude. And really? I was very uncomfortable. And I was just like, I'll oh, never understand oh. how people are brave enough to Me have neither. that stuff on their I phones. I could never. Or at least like have it in like a separate a folder. Something. Yeah. Buried in your phone that your is goodness. really hard to get to because yeah, I was. terrifying. She was like, oh, oops. <laughs> I was like, oh. You're like, well, now we're really close. for your boyfriend or something? <laughs> Thanks uh, for that. <laughs> it was a. Uh, Awkward. Anyways. So, so anyways. How uh, are you? Point of this story. Uh, careful with your photos and don't take nudes and leave them on your phone. Or you know what I've learned is when you show someone something, you hold the phone just, yourself. You hold the phone and get next to them. So you're like holding it out like how they feel look. no need to grab the phone. Yeah. Yes. Because then what happens is you hand them your phone and when you see them go to start, you want to like yank it out, which makes you look super Worse. sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Life hack. <laughs> that's my that's that's our first tearing it up, and I love that. It. Was so good. Um, if you guys have tearing it ups that you want to send to us, uh, which, you know, it could it could literally be anything. Don't feel bad. Don't make it feel like you're teasing Taryn in any way. We just want anything that you oh, think would be awkward. I don't care. Goes into the tearing it up category. Yeah. No, I you don't have to spare my feelings because, like I said, it makes me feel. Just a little less alone in this world. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure many, many more people feel the same way. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Okay. That's Anyways. all I had for the beginning. <laughs> um, let's take a break. Yes. And then how about you go first? Because mine's pretty hefty. So Ooh. I feel like we should save that for. Yeah. Mine's the uh, end. shorter. So that works okay. out really well. Uh, I have a title for you. Yes. Uh, which I thought was super cute. So I'm going to hit you with that and then we'll take the break. The title for this one is A Non-Confrontational Sandwich Artist. Ooh. I know. That's intriguing. (laughs) It's very intriguing. It made me excited. I'm like, what's going to happen with the sandwich? Okay. uh, (laughs) We're going to take a break and we'll talk to you in a second. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Okay, we are back. Hope you had a good break. Uh, I'm going to start everything off here with my story today, uh, which again, if you forgot, it's titled A Non-Confrontational Sandwich Artist. Hit us. Hit, hit it. Give us I'm the gonna meat. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit you. Okay. Did you it's, hear me? What? It's a give us the meat. 
Oh, well done. Sandwich. You know, do you guys ever, I feel like we've talked about this before, but when I listen back to our episodes, there's at least 15 times where I say something like that, like, give us the meat, and you bulldoze right over it. You don't notice at all. And then usually it's followed by me being like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. I think I'm hilarious. I did not hear the meat thing. But I that just, just shows you that that's, <laughs> I constantly am saying stupid I'm, stuff, so I'm Ashley so just sorry. tunes me out. <laughs> I, I knew it was like, I knew it was referring to this, but I was like preparing myself to read. I feel you. I feel you. So I did not. Get I did in the zone. Pick, I'm so. I did not pick up on it. It's my my bad. I'm gonna pay attention more. Just did it again. I'm gonna work hard. <laughs> what did you say? I said get in the zone, and then I went auto zone. <laughs> I did not hear it. I'm telling you. Dang okay, it. keep going. It's because she's whispering. Gosh. Okay. Oh. Anyways, <clears throat> here we go. <laughs> Hey, Ashley and Taryn. I'll start this email, as everyone does, because you guys are awesome, by saying that I love the podcast. Aww. You guys are hilarious, but are also so wise with the advice giving. Thanks. Thank Thanks so you. much. That means a lot. Okay, on to story time. So, I am about to be a senior in college. To get through school, I am a manager at a certain sandwich place. I don't want to give away the name for all of those reasons not to give the name away. <laughs> oh, my yeah, gosh. That makes sense. Um, but I, now I just want to know. That's all I, can I know. Think about. Same, 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 same. Um, I definitely love being a manager and a leader, but I am very timid and non-confrontational person. Ashley, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> same girl, same. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. The title got me, but this is basically why I chose it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Recently, I have been working with an employee who pushes my buttons. Uh -oh. She is not a manager, and therefore I have the authority to tell her when she is wrong. However, being my timid self, I literally start shaking. My heart rate goes up Aww. at the thought of having to talk with her. This happens not just with this specific person, but anytime I have to tell someone they are wrong or stick up for myself. Yes, me too. Yeah. This is not the first time um, I've had to deal with a difficult coworker, and I know it won't be the last. And I have never been fully able to tell someone off. I know that sounds mean, but I mean as disciplining them or writing them up or talking to them or whatever it may be, it all makes me nervous. I'm getting my degree in education to be a high school teacher, so I def I'm definitely going to need to learn how to stand my ground and discipline people. I'm not the type of person to use the quote-unquote manager card and boss people around. But I do know what is right and wrong. And when something is done wrong, I don't know how to deal with it. So if you guys have any advice on sticking up for myself and standing my ground when it comes to not only being a manager, but just sticking up for page turn. <laughs> myself in life in general, I would really appreciate it. Side note, I just listened to the episode about the girl with the allergy and Taryn, you went ham on how you would deal with that when it comes to sticking up for a friend. And I want to strive to stick up for myself for people I love like you do. Any advice you guys have would be greatly appreciated. Another side note, I just <laughs> wanted one. I just watched one of Ashley's vlogs and Taryn, you were in it. And I got to thinking, all caps. Taryn, please make a vlog channel because I'm sure you're not doing enough with your life. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. And again, love the podcast. Love Lucy. P.S. I forgot to mention my mention earlier, but you can use my name, which I just ended the email with. Huh, okay, bye. Thank oh, you again. She's so cute. <laughs> I know she's adorable. I loved this story. It was it was a shorter one, but like I felt like it. There was all the all the meat was there. Yeah. Of of the situation, and then I felt like it was very much 
relatable for me, mm-hmm. but also like plot twist at the end. Like, yeah, we, we want to hear your opinion, which I thought when she said side note about Taryn and how she wants to be like her. Literally same. <laughs> I don't know. And then sometimes I feel I'm even going to like say it. Sometimes I feel guilty. <laughs> Why? Because things things have, you know, we've been friends for a long time. Uh-huh. And things have happened in my life where Taryn has been there and stood up for me, told people off, almost got in a fight. And like all these different with things. DJ. <laughs> with the DJ. Ashley was a mess and caused a scene. In Vegas, and Taryn was there. Yeah, you know she was there for me, and she almost got in a fight with the DJ because she was sticking up for me. And I don't know <laughs> that I can do that for you. Aww, and I want, like, I want to, but like, like poor Lucy here. There's just some things that aren't in us, you know. Yeah. And like, I feel like I've gotten better at voicing my opinion, but I'm still like, I don't know if I'll ever get to your level. Does that make sense? But that's okay. No, I know. I'm aware because. And we've talked, I mean, I feel like we've had this conversation actually before where you were like, I feel like I wouldn't be able to like protect you in that way, but you like love me in so many other ways and are there for (laughs) me in ways that like I'm not necessarily strong in. So I think like we all have our strengths, but, but what you have to do is like not really look, you can look to someone and be like, Ooh, I wish I could be like that, but you've got to like morph it into your own thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's so many people that like, you know, they lead and they show confidence and strength in like really quiet ways. Um, sometimes I wish I was more like that because especially when mama bears out, shoo, like Get I'm out like the DJ was scared. <laughs> I made a grown man back up and be like, all right, all right. And I was like, say it to my face, like yeah. <laughs> And the only thing is, though, because once I get off my rocker, I, like, lose my mind. And then as my friends are pulling my way, I threw my chapstick at him. <laughs> my, other, my other friend who's also named Ashley, not to be confused with me, so we're going to call her Smash. Smash. Um, Smash literally had to pull Taryn away from I the was conversation. So upset. And Taryn was so upset. She throws her chapstick. And then afterwards, I was like, that him. was so uncalled for. Like, so I know, uncalled he, for. He clearly was like, all right, all right, bye. Like, he, he yeah. was like, fine, 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 fine. And then we go our separate ways and she still chucks her I chapstick. I'm so sorry. I, okay, I, we don't have to tell the whole story. But, no. but basic, he's, he was this huge guy and he like aggressively got in Ashley's face and was like cussing at her. To and be fair, I messed up. You, no, but that was my point with I him. I messed up. That was my point with him. Yeah. I mean, now I feel like we just have to tell the story because it doesn't make story. sense. First okay. of all, Ashley was drunk. Oh, honey. It's not. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. fine. But I so, touch I touch, I touch. things. So, no. Okay, that's weird. Okay. Um, we're walking and, you know, in Vegas, like you're walking through casinos and there's like random little like bars or like things set up throughout so we're walking and there was like this little teeny bar place that we were walking by and there was literally like a folded table that had a dj turntable on it Mm -hmm. and it looked like rinky like it was like is that a word i don't think rinky is a word rinky dink dink. yeah it looked very cheap it looked like uh fake it didn't look like anything was happening and no one's next to it there was like old drinks that were like sitting on the table so in your defense in a fancy casino yes and it's this tiny little fold-up thing in the corner in the dark like no one's standing next to it there's like cups and stuff on the table she's still triggered she's like trying to justify myself understand yeah (laughs) so anyways so we're walking ashley 
looks at it and then reaches over and just spins one of the like turntable things. I don't just know if to I give just... you guys an idea. I was just all I wanted to do was the wicket. Like that's what I was thinking. But like I don't think she <laughs> un- I don't think she guessed that it actually would make the the sound that was coming out of the giant speakers. <laughs> Literally the song was like and kept going. And so all of us kind of like stopped and looked at her and then we started cracking up. Because because we were like, oh, was, that, how did that just happen? And it wasn't, to again, to my defense, it was a weird one. It yeah. was an electric one. So there wasn't an actual, like, uh It looks like a toy. On it. it looked yeah. like, it looked, there was nothing there. Yeah. I literally just tapped it. I didn't even go like, wicka, wicka, wicka. I didn't even do that. I just <laughs> she tapped it. She didn't go, wicka, wicka. turned off. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, this, this guy from across the way. Who yeah. was the DJ? And I get it. Like, there's, it's their stuff. It's expensive. I understand. I understand. But he comes up. charging at her, and like I said, he's like cussing at her. He was like aggressively leaning over and like in her face, and Ashley like froze. So then, but also dude, perspective. Ashley's just like a happy drunk. I was just smiling yeah. at him like the whole time, which I she think was, pissed like, nervous him off even like, more. You know when kids like, are getting in trouble and they're just sitting there it's like that emoji <laughs> with the, all, all the teeth yeah, yeah. smiling. That's like, what I did. I, I was just like, do. oh. Like. So then, yeah. So then freaking, he probably heard like a, a growl. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then like I get up and I'm like, don't you ever. And I'm she like, in li- front. you guys don't I even pushed know. her out of she the way. She literally pushes me out of the way like a mama bear, like puts me behind her and just looks, because he's tall. She just looks up at him. I was like on my tiptoes. So anyways, we're, I'm exchanging words and I'm like basically telling him he just like, he needs to back up. Mm-hmm. And then, so he starts, first he's like aggressive to me, like, I don't care. She fucking blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he did. And, um, and so I look at him and I'm like, I understand. <laughs> I understand, but you don't ever speak to a woman like that. I don't care who you are. I don't care what she did. Don't you ever disrespect someone like that. And so I'm going off. And so then finally, now he, this like 6'3 guy is like (laughs) seriously like shorter than me. He like backs up and he's just like, all right, all right. Like, and I'm like, I was so upset. I was so upset. And I was on the sidelines just so proud. Like I was just like, ugh. She was like she proud and terrified. Me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're totally we're on Lucy, topic, but off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but Lucy, okay, so you're wanting to know. She was asking about my the way yes. I am. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. It's part of like who so I'm a two. Honestly, I think it's part of your love language. Yeah, it is. I'm a two on the Enneagram and when I'm unhealthy, <laughs> I'm a challenger, which is where I think like I don't think it's the healthiest thing that I react the way that I do because it's this frantic like like I need to defend my cubs kind of thing. And like I said, I don't always respond nicely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I will say that like what I've seen from situations I've been in at work where I've had to because I have had to like write someone up or I've had to like have hard conversations with people. You you almost have to it has to be like a role. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like you no, have yeah. to like like a character you're putting on. You have to put on that face. You have to be like, okay, this is not me. This is boss me. And and look at look at the bigger picture. If I don't address this, this employee is going to keep doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. which could eventually cost them their job. Yeah. Or they're going to do something that's going to affect our company, which is going to affect my job. So like right. either way, there's a bigger picture. So if you kind of just go in at it, like zero in on this is my purpose this is what I have to say practice with someone and then 
don't backtrack. So even if they come at you with stuff and you're like, shoot, I don't know what to say, keep it super simple and be like, thank you for sharing your concerns. Again, this is what I'm talking to you about, but I will, I'll take into consideration what you said and I will get back to you. I like, love that. Don't, don't be like, uh, okay, like, oh, you're right, you're right. Like, it's almost like you don't want to show that. It's not Weak. weakness, it's, but. But in our head, it feels yeah. like weakness. Like, if you ever have something, I've learned, if I'm ever in a corner where I'm like, I don't know what to say and I feel like I'm going to mess up, I'm always just like, you know what? Like, I appreciate what you had to say. I will get back to you. Mm -hmm. Or I'll just circle back and be like, I understand you have concerns, but right now this is all we're addressing. Yeah. So I need you to understand what my point is. And if you have more stuff to say, we can discuss it at a later time. No. So I just love keep that. it like simple, you know? No, I love that so much. I think um I, again, I really I really relate to this. Any uncomfortable conversation I've ever been in, all I wanted to do if you watch New Girl is Nick Miller like yeah. moonwalk out of the <laughs> uncomfortable situation because yeah. I genuinely will do anything in in my power to get out of it. Like I yeah. hate it. Um but I do want to reassure you um being very similar to you, it is definitely very possible for you to get to that level. Um, I think I discovered this when I worked at hotels for a while. I got, I was working at a hotel that had a lot of weddings every single weekend and it never failed every weekend. There was an irate mother of the bride oh, dang, <laughs> who really? was always so unnecessarily rude to Aww. the staff there. And it never, like we would all, it was, it was so bad. I'm not even kidding to the point where we would take turns dealing with them Seriously. because what, someone would, would deal with someone and then they'd be like, you're up next. And then like we would rotate because oh gosh, you horrible. would just get screamed at. But, um, even though I wouldn't go off on them, I stayed, I knew how to stay because, because the situation called for it. I knew how to plant my feet and stand yeah. very firm in what I was saying without breaking. Yeah which was really hard for me, but over time I got really good at yeah. it. Um, so I, I want to like reassure you, Lucy, that like it's in there, like yeah. it's possible. Um, you just have to get more comfortable with the idea of it. So obviously that was in a work situation and that's easier for me to do things when I have like a title or a yeah. job that I'm doing. But when it comes to personal stuff, um, I'm really terrible at yeah. that. So when it's come to conversations that I know I have to have, something that I do, which sounds cheesy, but it makes to like so much sense um, because it's such a big deal to me. It's like practicing a speech. Oh, I fully In think that's great advice. Yeah, so I would 100%, and I'm not exaggerating, I'm a visual learner, I would make a list in my head of topics that I want to hit, uh -huh. and I would actually practice it in my car, in the bathroom, when I knew I had to go, like, talk to someone, I'd go to the bathroom first, and then I'd, like, go over it in my head, like, things I want to talk about, or I'd practice it in my room before meeting up with someone and knowing I had to have that conversation. And it sounds it sounds silly, but... No, that's great. Um, if, I, if I didn't, then I would forget points that I needed to say or I wouldn't say it in a good way yeah which would only make matters worse totally because I've me and you have had fights before where I've said things in a weird way that threw you off oh totally I've because I've gone I back didn't. and dissected it and been yeah. like are we still friends and then yeah. I come back and Ashley's like no I wasn't even mad I was just saying yeah like, but like it's because yeah. I don't think because I'm stressed about the conversation, I say things weird. Yeah. So I think it's actually better for people like us, Lucy, to write things down and actually practice them until we get good at it. Yeah. I, and I just want to say, 
I think, like, from hearing what you're saying and hearing how she's felt, I think you should stop waiting for it to feel natural. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, never that's going not to. you. And that's fine. So, so find those roles that you need to put on. F- practice what you have to say um, and prepare yourself in those ways. Mm-hmm. And um, I think if you start to, like, just loosen up on yourself and be like, instead of being like, oh, like, why can't I be more like this? Be like, oh, well, I'm not like that. So, like, how can I prep? to do what I got to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then another another fun thing is I know Taryn, Taryn and I f- official are like, wow. <laughs> All what? of that was just a jumble of mess. Um, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, Taryn knows me so well now that when I do actually like go off and obviously in a different level than Taryn's going off. <laughs> um, when I do actually voice my opinions really well, like she's freaking applauding me. <laughs> oh, I get so proud <laughs> because of her. She's so like invested in this growth and has been there through like, you know, the, like when it was very baby growth and now it's getting bigger. Yeah. Um, so if you have a sister or a friend or even a family member that you could be open with about that and actually talk to them about your struggles with this, I guarantee you it feels so good when, someone recognizes that you got out of your comfort zone yeah. and did something because there's been a couple times when I've said stuff and Taryn's just been like, dang. Yeah. Just like clapping. And I'm just like, thanks. Like yeah. that means a lot. Like I appreciate that. So yeah, maybe find someone that can help you through that and just know that even though you're not a confrontational person, if like the situation really calls for it, like there's, and like you have to do something, I guarantee you, like you'll step up to the plate yeah. and, and you'll do what needs to be done. Oh, totally. So, that's awesome. Oh, and Lucy, um, I did have a vlog channel. <laughs> oh, yeah. She for, did. Oh, for a hot minute. It um, was like two years. Yeah. So if you would like to go binge those, because, I mean, I feel like <laughs> I'm kind of like I'm always like this. Like, I'm not one of those persons, people's <laughs> persons. This is not a who, personality. Who has like an on and off. Like, mm-hmm. that's what that's what's so funny about like when my actual like in my life circle of friends people listen to the podcast and they're like you're serious like it just it literally feels like we just were hanging out because I'm I'm literally the same so even though it's a while ago I might look slightly different uh it's still me so yeah. you're welcome to go binge those they're it was a, a good time it was a good time and I I don't know if I'll ever have one again but I'll keep you posted <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah thank you guys so much for or guys, wow, this guys. is the end. Thank you, Lucy, so much for sending this in. I loved your title, Confrontational Sandwich Artist. That was fun. That was great. Um, congratulations on your soon-to-be uh, degree. That's yeah. going to be so much fun. Senior year, also, that's cool. I think it's amazing that you are a manager and you're non-confrontational. I think that just shows how capable you are of being a leader. So congratulations yeah, to that. and those leaders have so much impact, the ones that don't come at you strong but are yes. just like, hey, Let's talk this through. That's another good point. Like I've had bosses that would just come at me yeah. and I felt very like hurt yeah. and offended by what they said. And I had bosses that would sit me down and correct me slash yeah. punish me without ever making me feel like a terrible person. Yeah. And I had connected way more with those, with the latter oh, totally. than, yeah. you know, before. And I'll say, um, it's funny cause I actually just spoke at a seminar for like uh, preschool teachers, but and, and this is a theory that's mainly meant for children, but as we all know, mm-hmm. adults are just giant children, so <laughs> it works across the board. But it's this thing called um, collaborative problem solving. So look it up, CPS, and it's basically this this look at a, a problem. I'm like geeking out a little bit right now, sorry. <laughs> but I feel like this will help you in no. your leadership yeah. style. 
So when you come to a problem, there's three plans you could do. Plan A, impose your will. So that's being like, hey, do this. There's no and ifs or buts. Plan two is to collaborate, which I'll come back to. And plan three is to like drop your will for that moment. So it's not really a big deal, so I'm not going to address it. But when you do collaborate, they have this whole like what you should do. And it's coming to a person, um, explaining your dilemma with it, having them explain their thoughts and like, and then you kind of go around together, but it's a really cool strategy. So, um, and I feel like if, if your style isn't like to just come up front and be like, do this, follow through, whatever, um, then kind of like if, if that helps, if it doesn't feel natural, like study up on strategies like that. Um, like the I sandwich said, this strategy. Is, yeah, sandwich with a positive. Like there's so many, there's so many things out there that I feel like if you like study them, then it'll it'll help you. Yeah. And like I said, CPS is much more like children based, but honestly, like it's affected how I deal with even like interactions I have with adults because it's a yeah. really good process. So you could even. You could even have like go-to phrases yeah. that you say. Like Taryn, she just gave you an example with the DJ thing. When she's being polite, angry, yeah. it's I understand. I always say that. Where it's I giving understand. them credit. Where it's like, hey, I hear you, but you're Blood. not hearing me. You know. <laughs> but she said it in a very, you know, respectful and positive way. Granted, she had sass with that, but like you don't have to add the sass. You could keep you the know? sass on the down low. But like you just have a go-to phrase that where where if you, if you don't know how to say something you automatically say that and then it'll just start flowing from there yeah. you know yeah. so there's options for you Lucy I'm very excited cool. and uh congrats on on your de- your degree it's going to be great you're going to do great I'm sending you some of my sass through the mic there you Boop. go Boop. There it is. Received. <laughs> it was like the email notification yeah, sound. Yeah. Okay. We're going to take a break and then we're okay. going to come back with Taryn's story, which sounds yes. like it's going to be a little intense. Um, so get ready. Yeah. So, you know, like we, we've we said before, there's, there's some heavy topics that we are very, we're going to be very intentional when we do talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a topic I feel like um, I've been a little scared to address. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is such a serious thing and I, I don't want to ever be responsible for like not addressing it in a, a way that gives light to what people are feeling who've gone through this. Um, and that's suicide. Mm -hmm. Um, it's something though that this person has written in as the perspective of a friend of someone who is struggling with that. And I have gone through that, um, pretty severely where I, I was kind of like that person that they trusted and, and walk through that. So that's the reason I'm, I felt comfortable to talk about this mm-hmm. because I think that, um, that there are a lot of people that deal with suicidal thoughts. Um, but I think there's a lot of people that are in those people's lives that yeah. like don't really know how to help and like what they should do and when they should step in. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is a good topic we can kind of discuss. Oh, definitely. Um, like I said, I, 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 I am not going to go too deep into suicide itself because I don't really feel like I'm qualified to tackle that. Yeah. Um, but I will say like, if this brings up anything with anyone, there's so, we always are trying to give you guys like 
go look at this place, go get counseling, there's suicide helplines. So the, those are all things that like are at your disposal. And, um, and I definitely recommend that if anyone's feeling that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, for this specific story, we are going to tackle the side of like, if you are in the life of someone struggling, how can you support them? And then also talk about the emotions that causes in you because it is a really heavy thing to go through. Yeah. So so yeah, sorry, that was like a big No, that was needed to be done. A little disclaimer for yeah. you guys. So uh, we will be back and then we'll go ahead and tackle this. Yes. Cool. Bye. Bye. Okay. But, nothing? Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> I was adjusting I was my like, mic. Okay. I'm so sorry. Usually, like we do, we ping pong so well off of each other. So when there's there's times where it's like, "Hey, Ash," and there's nothing, I'm like, "I don't know what to do." (laughs) Like, I don't know what to do. I'm so sorry. I'll never do it again. Um. Okay. So this email was sent in from someone who's anonymous because, and I liked. Well, I'll get into that. Um. But it's titled "The Truth About Suicide: A Best Friend's Perspective." She says, "Hey, Ashley and Taryn." Hello. I'd like, hi. I'd like to stay anonymous because this is about my friend and it's something that's delicate. I would also like to make a disclaimer that if suicide is triggering, so she's basically saying, like, you don't have to talk about this. But like I said, I think, you know, it's a good perspective that we can hit. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. She said, three days ago, my friend attempted to commit suicide for the fourth time this year. This time it was very different because I was involved. Not in the way you might be thinking, but she went live and was in process of doing it. And I pressed the notification and it said it happened eight minutes ago. So it took about a minute to watch the live and I figured out what was going on and immediately exited and called her dad. I told him what was going on and he thanked me and hung up. I was in the bathroom of a store um, at the time and it took everything in me not to be able to cry. It was so nerve wracking. It had already been 10 minutes and he was still 15 minutes from the house. Five minutes later, he called me and said he called the police and the neighbor to get there before he could. The emotions I had in those 25 minutes of not knowing if she was alive were crazy. I was so scared for her and everyone in her life. Thankfully, they got there in time and she is safe, sort of. I know this seems terrible, but she is in such a hard place in her life so me talking about my experience seems strange and I get that's the first thing I want to address like it Mm -hmm. it's hard when when anyone in your life is going through something heavy you like you don't even really keep track of how you are feeling because you're so focused on them which is so important but at the same time we've we've addressed this before it's like the whole airplane that metaphor of like where they say when the pressure falls, the masks drop, you oh, need to put on your mask your before you put first. on someone else's. Yeah. And it's that whole thing where like sometimes when we get too hyper focused on someone else and helping them, we're not really thinking clearly. And sometimes yeah. that can do more damage because we're not healthy enough to help them. And it makes sense because in comparison, it does, it is less important. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, um, so you can't, be too hard on yourself when you do that because it, it you know in comparison it is worse um but you can't effectively help someone if you are not in a healthy place as well yeah no yeah. It, it totally makes sense mm-hmm. so when she was live she says she's happy that she finally gets to do what she's been wanting to do so me being the one who stopped her she's scared that she'll be angry 
I understand her parents will be forever grateful that she stepped in. um, And I can't imagine living without her, but she doesn't want to be here. And I was just wondering what you guys think. Was it bad that I stepped up and stopped her? Um, I want her to be here, but since... But ever since her terrible, and I mean terrible, boyfriend broke up with her, she just seems extremely depressed. Um, he made her life a living hell, and I thought she was getting the help she needed, but it's it's obviously not improving. I was also wondering if you guys know any tips about how to help a suicidal friend. Thanks so much, Anonymous. Wow. Oy. Yeah. Deep breath. I, you know... Again, I'm I we're going to focus on one perspective of it. Mm-hmm. Um and I think this is an area that is it's easy to fall in a trap of being scared to alert mm-hmm. people. Um I know like in my specific situation, um you know, the friend that I was dealing with told me that I was the only one who knew. And she told me if I told anyone that she would hurt herself. And there were times even where like she would call me and I would be busy or I wouldn't pick up. And then by the time I'd call her back, she had done something to harm herself. So there was this dependence that happened to where I felt so scared to make any move because I didn't, I felt like I was going to cause something bad to happen. Well, yeah, she's putting guilt on you. Yeah. So, um, like almost, it feels like, and I'm obviously an outsider's perspective, but almost like all the blame was on you. Yeah. If like, you didn't. If I wasn't if there. If you didn't respond yeah. or if you weren't there for her yeah. in enough time, which isn't fair. Yeah. And and I know like that, that was something, and I was a lot younger. I, I definitely would have handled it differently if that happened to me today. But because of that, I didn't step in to help until I got a phone call where she was like, saying goodbye yeah um and once I did you know then like I remember like I just started crying and my mom came in and I finally told my mom and then my mom called her mom and anyways this whole process happened where we ended up getting her the help she needed she was very upset at me and not only that her mom yelled at me and was like how could you not have said anything and I remember as a young girl like I just like crumbled because well, I was because like, it's a lose lose for you. Yeah. Like I was just like, there's nothing quote unquote, right. Totally. That you could have done. Totally. Um, so I told, I totally understand that when someone trusts you with these like really deep struggles they're going through, you're so scared of messing up mm-hmm. that you like, you don't really do anything. You mm-hmm. know, it's kind of like paralyzing in a way. Yeah. Especially um, with, um, especially the way she worded it, how she said, that she would harm herself if you didn't yeah. tell someone, then what do you do? Yeah. You know, you you want to tell, you know what's right. You know you need to tell someone to protect her life. Yeah. But if she's saying that, then you're almost no, totally. forced to sit on your hands and do nothing, yeah. you know? Um. So I think like that was one of the things I wanted to address is when she kind of questioned, did I do the right thing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like with no doubt in my mind, like you did the right thing. I think that when someone's life is in danger, it doesn't matter. 
it do, it's not anymore about you. Mm-hmm. It's not anymore about your friendship. It's not about someone getting mad at you. It's not about someone thinking you did the wrong thing. When someone is in pain and going to hurt themselves, there's no you don't question it. You go and you get help. Mm-hmm. And if that means you lose them as a friend, I mean, if you love them and like true like love, then like honestly that loss will be worth it if you know you did something to help them. Yeah, I love that you said that because the one bit of advice that I was like gonna say like right off the bat was you have to separate yourself. Yeah. Um, because it's it's gonna be harmful. The friendship probably won't be like it was. Yeah. Um, or it could be lost completely. But in the end, their life is more important no matter what. Oh, totally. So it's it's un- it's unfortunate. Like like it's unfortunate for her. It's so unfortunate for you. Um, that that they're mad and yeah. that the parents are mad, um, and for for multiple and very viable reasons. Yeah. Um, but in the in the end, it it's almost like the answer is almost always clear. Yeah. It doesn't feel clear in the moment, but you just have to you have to put the life first and then just accept that it may never be the way it was, but just know in your heart that you made the right decision. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, so I just wanted to get that out of the way. You shouldn't feel guilty if, like I said, if the friendship suffers, which mine did, like we, we didn't remain friends, but she got the help she needed and she's living a happy life. So like, honestly, to me, like it sucked losing a friend, but, um, I know that like it, like I said, it doesn't matter about you anymore when Mm -hmm. someone's going through something and you're that person in their life, you have to step up and make that decision. Um, another thing I want to say is, uh, I think just like, you know, when people struggle with negative thoughts and and harming thoughts, we're so quick to be like, go get help and like go research. And there's so much stuff there. But like, I think that's the same for people in your in the lives of people struggling. Like there's so many resources out there of like how to help, like what is helpful, what's harmful, Mm -hmm. because, you know, you're so scared to say the wrong thing that sometimes you either don't say anything or like you overcompensate. Yeah. So I think like it's important, um, like anytime you're dealing with a situation that is heavy or you don't feel like you have the answers, go find them. You know what I mean? Like it's okay to like sit and Google something stupid. If you guys saw my Google search history, it's so dumb. (laughs) It's like, what do you do if you're in a plane and the person next to you keeps farting and you like don't know how to tell, you know what I mean? Like, because sometimes it's like just getting, yeah, just (laughs) getting like the perspective of someone else who's been through it or, um, or researchers who literally have dedicated their life to study studying you know human psychology or whatever um, it's okay to get help mm-hmm. even though like I said it's that whole thing you're focused on them but in reality what they need is for you to be healthy and to be equipped and prepared to like help them yeah. too yeah so I don't think it's a I think like we need to seek help no matter what like wherever yeah. we are yeah I think and I I've never been in this position. Um, so I can't say for certain, but I have been in uncomfortable positions where I've known people have been going through things and I didn't know how to help them. Mm -hmm. Um, and something that I did and I did multiple times, um, one of my mom's best friends studied psychology and Taryn, you met her a a while ago. Mm -hmm. I love her so much and she's always been like an aunt to me. Um, I talked to her about everything Mm -hmm. and I don't really know why or what it was about her, but she was just very inviting and very easy to talk to. Um, And the best part, 
is she wasn't she didn't know anyone that I was talking to. Yeah. So if at all possible, if you know someone who's close enough where you can be vulnerable but isn't affected by anyone else, a complete outside perspective. Yeah. Um, I got the best advice from her. Yeah. Um, sometimes moms know the person or sometimes sisters and friends like know the person or they're too invested in the situation um, to not put their emotions in it. Yeah. Um, it's amazing when and if you can find someone that is level headed and also not affected by the situation because mm-hmm. um, they can easily spot what needs to be done. 90 99% of the time even because they're not they're not blindsided by any emotional feelings or any like attachment to the person um and that helped me a lot so i think like google that yeah. could be another option for her if she knows someone that could help her that way oh totally yeah no i think that's really good advice um uh, this like it just i i know i'm tired i like <laughs> I feel like my heart hurts so bad when I hear of people who are struggling with stuff like this. And like for someone to feel like they don't have hope, like it just really breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. And like I just I think our world is so ugly now and there's like so much negative stuff that's constantly being thrown in our faces and people are just mean. And and it just like it breaks my heart that these these things are out there and people have to deal with it. And I just like, it's just hard for me because I wish like I could just like reach around the entire world and just hug everyone because I mean like love is so sparse, 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 sparse. Yeah. Way to ruin a moment with your vocabulary. (laughs) Um, But you know what I mean? Like it just, this one, like I really had a hard time, but I don't, I I really don't want to shy away from things. You shouldn't. And I know, I know that there are people listening that needed to hear this. And Um, this was like one of, this was one of the hardest things I went through when I was younger. And so like, that's the whole point of relationship. That's the whole point of this podcast. Like if we, if what I went through can help someone else, then to me it's worth it. Right. No. So I think that's why like we share things. So, um, like I said, that I'm not getting too deep into anything except what I know. And mm-hmm. so anyways, we're going to go on that. So um, there were a couple of things I looked up just of like, you know, like what are good ways to deal with this when you are a friend of someone who's feeling suicidal? Um, and I'm just going to name these. Now, this is not like this is not a like cut and dry thing. Yeah. Like every situation is very specific and every person has different needs. So this is not, you know do this and this will happen type thing. Um, but this, this is some of the advice I saw. So speak from the heart. Um, show them you care by talking to them, holding them when they cry, whatever else is necessary. What Like read the room. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like yeah. if, if they just need you to sit there in silence with them, sit there in silence. Like don't open your mouth if that's yeah. not what they need. Um, if they need you to like sit there while they cry, let them process that no matter how long it takes, you know? So there's those things like, like open your heart to like what they need. Um, listen, usually like when someone is going through these negative thoughts, they're carrying around some type of burden and they might not be willing to share that right up front. But I think if, you know, you commit to just being there to listen you're going to start to hear those little things come out. And that's when you know kind of like what questions to ask them or what to bring up again. Um, But sometimes like 
you know, if someone's struggling with a heavy burden, they're not just going to come out and say it. Like, no, because they're still trying to figure out what's going on and what they're feeling. But so, you need to make them feel comfortable. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like the um, did you ever hear that that story? I, I feel like I've grown up hearing this story, but the competition between the sun and the wind to get someone's jacket off. No. No, it's like, uh, I forget how it goes, but I remember listening, hearing about it in elementary school. Maybe someone else has heard this too. Um, but it, it said at one time the sun challenged or the wind challenged the sun to see who could take um, a human's jacket off first. And the sun goes, okay, like challenge accepted. The wind blows as hard, as hard, as hard, as hard as he possibly could. Um, and, but it only made the person pull the jacket tighter. And then it was the sun's turn and the sun just shone brightly and warmer and warmer and warmer. And then the person eventually just took the jacket off by themselves. Yeah. And the whole metaphor is that um, kindness will win no matter what yeah. versus anything harsh whatsoever. Dang, so it's kind cool. of similar to that's that. That's a cool story. I've I know. That. Really? I feel like I grew up hearing it at school. I think I read about it at one point. It sounds like like from like your favorite teacher, like what they would say. Yeah, it's one of those metaphors that I remember them saying like, this is how you get through life. Yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, Okay, so the next one, remain open. Be sympathetic and Mm -hmm. non-judgmental. Be patient, calm, and accepting. Um, You know, I've heard that before where it's like, People want to just be like, well, stop feeling that or you don't need to feel that. Like, that's not your job. Your job Mm. is to just be open and to, like, listen to what they have to say. Um, uh, Confirm exactly what thoughts they're having. So, like, if they're saying, like, hey, I've been having negative thoughts, don't just, like, leave that. Like, sit and be like, well, what kind of thoughts? Like, what are you thinking about? Like, um, you know, are you are you like actually like do you know how you would want to do it like have you actually thought you about a timeline like yeah. try to really see like um you know someone could tell you like oh i'm having negative thoughts and it could be something that it's they're not trying to harm themselves mm-hmm. but that could be their their slight way of just saying hey like i'm reaching out because like i'm having negative thoughts so yeah. sometimes you need to do that follow through to really see like okay like what like what is going on and like try yeah. to like confirm that those are the type of thoughts they're having so then you know how to yeah and like think about being that person and wanting to open up and tell someone but not wanting to drop like the word suicide totally and like the heaviness that that brings and maybe they don't even realize that that's where they're at yet but they want to tell someone yeah no it's true because like you said people like shy away from it because they're like i don't know what to say so they just run away because it's that heavy of a topic yeah um keep them talking so keep giving them those opportunities we talk about this all the time Mm -hmm. when you talk about things it takes the power away so help them to reduce the emotional burden they're carrying so let them keep expressing and working through that um don't try to solve their problem i like that too like sit with them work through it with them i mean you can give advice as a friend but don't try to like come in their life and fix everything Mm -hmm. and then also it says you know no when to seek help and again the second it has to do with them harming themselves like don't question it get them the help that they need um and also it says 
take care of yourself. That's a big thing. So it's very, it says when you're dealing with these situations, it's very stressful. So seek assistance to decompress afterwards. Because when you're having these conversations, you're pouring so much out. So, so when those conversations are over, you need to take a minute to like really process what happened, think through it, um, refill yourself so that you can be there from someone else. So again, this is just like a short list of like kind of basic things, but, um, I really think like, I mean, it's, it's so sad, but there's so many people hurting in this world that I think we need to like be prepared for this because when someone comes to us, we want to be like, how can we best help them? Because it has to do with them. So yeah. yeah. And there's, it's such a, it's such a bummer, but like, this isn't something that you get taught in school. No, You know, this isn't something that your parents even sit you down and talk to you about like how to handle this. It's not like how to balance a checkbook or how to like manage your no. finances. No one tells you what to do. The only things we hear is like statistics where they're like, yeah. oh, the numbers are increasing, but you're like, okay, well, what, how well, can I what help? What do I do? Yeah. 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 So then when someone actually like, like this, this poor baby like gets involved with someone that is going through that and she hasn't been told how yeah. to handle it, then yeah, I completely understand being panicked. I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's really good that I actually really love that she wrote in yeah. um, because I know like I've seen stories um, in our emails that were about suicide, but I, me it's and Taryn hard. both had yeah, a really big hard. talk about how, how we were going to handle that Yeah, um, and maybe doing an episode about it where yeah. we maybe talk a little more deeply and bring in some real yeah, professional professional <laughs> to deal with it because we want to do it just and yeah. we, we want to make sure that we handle it correctly um, and respectfully so um, I actually really appreciate that you wrote this in because mm-hmm. I know because of the emails that we've gotten that other people are feeling this way oh totally and yeah. it needs to be talked about mm-hmm. I think the thing is and what makes it such a difficult topic is that no one talks about it yeah um, because it's become this taboo thing yeah that it's like it's happening it's actually at like a record high I know. but no one talks about it and the truth is the more we talk about it the less scary it becomes totally and the more people will be informed with yeah. how to handle it and honestly you guys like Everyone who's listening right now, like go love on someone. No, like geez. honestly, love on someone. Make eye contact with people you pass. Like smile at people. Say nice things to people. Like yeah. everybody, just like let's like take today, mm-hmm. whatever day you're listening to this, and like just take time to like love on people because yeah. we really like if our society does not get a shift, yeah, like it's just gonna keep getting worse. Um, and also like if you are struggling with negative thoughts or suicidal thoughts, um, please, 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 please take care of yourself and go seek the help you need. Um, We'll post on our Instagram and stuff, you know, suicide hotlines and different resources for you. Um, But just know that we love you and that, um, you know, we we really want you to get the help that you need. So don't hesitate to do that. And um, I know this was a heavy (laughs) ending, but I think it's, like I said, I think, you know, we need to talk so, about it. It's so, so important because even if you're not directly involved with someone, I think we're at a point where everyone at least knows of someone yeah. who has gone through it. Like that's it's just, just so unfortunately yeah. where we're at. So, um, yeah, I'm really glad that we were able to um, discuss this. Um, yeah. So thank you for being vulnerable with us and sending this in. Yes. I know that was hard to do, but I guarantee you a lot of our listeners are very appreciative that you wrote in. Um, it was also very interesting hearing um the perspective of a friend who is involved in it. Yeah. So thank yeah. you so much for that. Thank you. Um, okay. Well, we are going to end, but I'm just going to do a funny tweet because 
to just give us to a lighten the load. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody ready? Let's all take a let's take a breath. Deep ready? yoga breath. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I needed that. Okay. Wow. This is from Amanda and Lola. Hello. And she tweeted, "Do not listen to." Um, which oh, our Twitter handle, if you didn't know, it's unsolicited pod, but pod is spelled P A W D. It's rough out there, guys. You know, getting we, handles we that match. It was um, if you guys continue to tell people about us and we get super famous, then maybe we can like buy it out someday, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's on you. Um, <laughs> no pressure. So, it says, Do not listen to unsolicited pod at the gym. I laughed so hard, I almost fell on the treadmill when I heard the tit shirt. <laughs> I forgot about that. She said, I then went on to cry really hard while lifting weights. Going home for the second story, good Lord. <laughs> I loved that. I loved that. That makes that. me so happy. <laughs> Gee, you know what? Like the emotions on this show, it's like, it's either really it high is a or it's a coaster. Real low and you just, you yeah. never know. You never know what yeah. you're going to get, you know? Uh, you know. I don't really know how to fix that. <laughs> she but doesn't like, know how to finish that sentence. It is. Yeah. That's how it is. But yes, we are at the end of this yes, episode. Yes, we are. Um, if you're still always, here, we love you. Okay. You're the diehards. You are the diehards. I'm just going to cut Taryn off yeah, for the I'm rest of the right. episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, we love you guys. Make sure you do all the things we talked about earlier. Like, and rate, review, subscribe. You know, be a part of our Insta fam because... We're Our real Instagram tight. is fire. Dude. You guys are hilarious. Dude. Also, I feel like we as a team, like me and Taryn as a team, have stepped it up. We've stepped up the yeah. Insta game. Um, so if you're you know not there, happens? you're missing out. We we finally, I feel like, realized like when we are just genuinely weirdos like we are, uh-huh. that's when people connect to us. Yeah. So I think we stopped trying to make it anything. So yeah. now we just literally post whatever we want. And you know what? Want. I'm just going to fully take you know, responsibility for that because I have a, a very, I have a need for an aesthetic and I think aesthetic. I really tried, I really tried uh, in the beginning and then just realized like, eh, no, it's not, it's pointless. It's no. point, it's pointless. Our last so photo we so posted was our MySpace photos. <laughs> so it's just a grand time. So be it's a part so of it. Our stories are fire and we love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll I see you say. guys for the next episode. We hope you have a great day and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.